Welcome everyone to Gabby with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 180, baby! 180. 180. It's like half of a complete flip, you know? It is. It's a sick trick to do on the ski slopes, you know? Right yeah, man. I can't wait till we get to episode 270. Oh, dude, it's going to be sick. It's um, going to be great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I feel like uh, I've been better. How about you? Oh, have you been better, James? I have. Excuse me. You're not the only one with medical issues at this time, all right? <laughs> I don't want to hear it, Mr. For the Murder. listener at home, I have shingles. <laughs> and I have... Femoroacetabular impingement. Which sounds worse, Johnny? Which sounds worse? Yeah, just because yours has more syllables. It does, and that means yeah. it's worse. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you what go. has two syllables? Oh, I was gonna. Well, actually, ooh, oh boy. Let's. Po- I was gonna say. You know what has three syllables? Polio. And then I realized <laughs> that it had three syllables, not two. I'm not well. I'm on medication. I love how our concerted effort to be better about recording every week lasted exactly one week. The viruses in my spine said no. Correct. Uh, I'm very sorry that we weren't able to record last week, but I'm very happy that I'm feeling better enough to be here, and here we are. Yes, I'm very happy that you're feeling better as well. It, it, and what is your thing that doesn't matter? It's I have extra bone in my hip joint, so my hip is all jacked up, and it's the extra bone fucks smashes into the cartilage in my hip joint, so I... I'm on track to have uh, osteoarthritis at a very young age and will need a hip replacement if it's not dealt with correctly. Mm, that actually does sound bad. Yeah, it's not fun. All right. Well, uh, uh, do you <laughs> want to introduce our fun. guest? See if, see if he has any ailments. <laughs> Speaking of too much bone, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strick. Talking about my rock hard donger. Nothing wrong with me. Perfect bill of health. Everything operating at maximum efficiency. I couldn't be better. I don't know what you bitches are on, but. Uh... Valtrex. <laughs> yeah, physical therapy. And James also got Valtrex for his hip. He's yeah, got a bad doctor. Valtrex for my, it's for my hip. Definitely for my hip. Uh, thanks for having uh, me, fellas. I'm sorry to hear about thank your Thank you for being here, Joe. Uh, if it's any consolation, I will ultimately get heart disease so oh cool. very good <laughs> yeah ultimate is what we're going for here uh joey wrote a very nice post to if the listeners if you're not following us on instagram you get to see joe's long and verbose uh reasons why we weren't recording uh we didn't talk about it so he didn't want to say that i had shingles he wrote a really long fun thing so go check that out could have just said i had shingles <laughs> joey's no. Joey's a great propaganda minister for this for this podcast yeah and on that note funky fresh hot dog gumbo you know uh most podcasts don't make their guests do all the work and that's where we're different <laughs> that's why we're gonna succeed okay that, that's my favorite that's we're my the favorite. tom sawyer of podcasts <laughs> this being my first time i'm just yeah, god it's even trying to do that bit anymore makes me angry <laughs> we love it oh, three um have we been doing any fun food adventures uh yeah uh, next question. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, what did I make? I made something. Someone else go. I can't remember anything at all right now. Uh, I haven't made that much. I, we made our standard weight loss food, which is this delicious chickpea curry 
which is so good. You guys should make it. It's it's a wonderful, easy dish. You chop an onion, throw a bunch of spices in there with some chickpeas and some crushed tomatoes. It's and coconut milk. It's awesome. Uh, so tasty. Very nice. Um, but other than that, no, we haven't really cooked that much again because I'm trying to be healthier. Uh, so nothing crazy interesting. We haven't cooked that much, but I I don't understand how one leads to the other. Don't you cook more when you're being healthier? No, but like yeah, no, but I'm not saying like, nothing like interesting. Like oh, it's I all see. like basic. Oh, you're yeah, just yeah. you're just boiling chicken and eating it straight from yeah, the pot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm ch- I, yeah I'm, I release chicken. a chicken in the park and then I, I have to chase it down in order to burn right. enough calories to earn my my dinner. <laughs> oh, what are you saying, John? And then if you're taking care of the chicken for tomorrow that you're going to do that with, you don't feed that one the chicken because that's not good. Can't true. Uh, I remembered it. I uh, made camarones and chipotlados, uh, which was uh, my favorite thing to order at the old uh, El Encanto de Lola by us in Harlem. And it was delicious. I think the flavor of chipotle, not the the company, but the literal flavor of chipotle pepper is uh, probably a top three flavor for me. Yeah, it's very good, right? It's one of my favorite things. It is delicious. It is also very often for me, it's overdone. Because it is such a powerful flavor. That's fair. That a, a dab will do you on the on the chipotle, and very often it just is like, hey, it sinks in everything. Do you want Do you want to just rub a chipotle pepper between your teeth? Here's Here's a dish, and you're like, uh, which I, don't know. I do, I don't which know I do. This. Are you Are you identifying more with like the actual pepper or the sauce that it comes in? Because that adobo sauce is great. Like I love the sauce flavor. I'd say but I prob- feel like it's hard to separate the two. I probably the yeah, sauce, it's, it's- but like I, I like it because it usually ends up kind of like blending all together, like, like a like a paste, right? Because like we Amanda had used it for a chili, which was incredible. She had made um, a turkey chili with some of that, and same kind of thing. She only used two of the uh, chipotle peppers in it, and it was if any more had been added it would have ruined not ruined but it would have been like too much for the chili but it was a perfect amount yeah. for everything to mash together can we get so those those cans that chipotle peppers come in with the adobo paste inside can they be sized down by like three quarters because every time <laughs> that's the same thing. every time you use like two of them in there and there's like four to six peppers right and then you just have to throw away this can oh, hold on. they're well, already not... a little can no, too. You, no you i know don't. they're already this big that's you don't have to throw to them away big. though you can save them yes, in the fridge no you no you can't you can't save them for that long How yes long you can you them? if you put them in a, no. if you put them in save a them for bag. like easily for weeks if not months disagree so but disagree hard amanda made her chili with it i made my uh chipotle shrimp with it um and then i i saved the last two peppers that were in there and made my own chipotle mayo which is uh maybe my favorite dipping sauce it was great yeah we're gonna bury you in a vat of chipotle mayo honestly I've been known yes. to take a couple of those peppers and just eat them as a snack. I think they're so good. Oh God, that's oh, yeah. aggressive. That's aggressive. Well, because they're me. just. That's how I got shingles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna just listen to the guy who has shingles all over his face. Anything we disagree with on you or on with you, Johnny. Oh, I'm gonna throw it in John's face until I inevitably get shingles at some point in my life. For the listener at home, imagine a face, but gross. <laughs> Johnny is the only you guys, one. Who... You guys remember in uh, Braveheart, uh, Robert the Bruce's dad? That's what John looks like <laughs> right uh, now. Wow, a real timely Braveheart reference that everyone will understand. Listen, no, not everyone's going to get that, but some people are going to watch Braveheart and be like, "Oh my god, and what a great!" I pull. feel like we have at least 
a good 20-ish percent of our listener base probably is also history buffs, given that we talk about it a shit ton as well. And so, for all you Robert the Bruce heads out there, probably just come in all the pieces, really. <laughs> yeah, you're really, you're good. Uh, but yeah, we're we're similarly back on like a health kick uh, in our household and doing a lot of like meal prep. Um, <laughs> I, it feels nuts to say this after saying that, but we did make tater tot casserole. <laughs> <laughs> and beignets. And beignets. Tater tot casserole and beignets in a in a forty eight hour period. The beignets we did not eat most of. Most of them we gave away. And then the tater tot casserole is like uh, turkey, ground turkey, mostly vegetables, a little bit of cheese, and then tater tots on top. Are you trying to make a case right now that your tater tot casserole was healthy? Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, it is as healthy. I think it really is. Mostly vegetables. Let me finish. Mostly vegetables. Like guys, all covered in a layer. I feel like you guys aren't letting me finish. <laughs> so you imagine. forgot to tell us about the cheese yet. <laughs> imagine if you will. Yeah, Did it have cheese? All of it. All of this cooked in a cheese sauce. How am I being attacked? <laughs> I am a picture of health a relative on this podcast. <laughs> The point is, uh, I'm eating healthy and also eating tater tots. The two are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Johnny, same question. <laughs> Doctors uh, hate this one trick. Uh, I've been trying this new regimen of eating like a banana every day and a half uh, when I need to have medication and not get nauseous, uh, <laughs> which has been a real good time. Uh, your boy is down 13 pounds on the year. Jesus Christ. Which is not good. Everybody talks about paleo, but go back to like Neolithic, you know, Johnny's going, mm-hmm. Johnny's going real, real no, base listen, level with it. The secret to weight loss is to get violently sick. Everyone <laughs> Absolutely. Knows, okay. Yeah. Just... Right. I will say, though, if you're thinking about shingles, even with the weight loss, I still don't recommend it. <laughs> still, overall, unpleasant. Know, we got to wait. We got to wait till midsummer when you get a ripped six pack. Yeah. And you're at the beach, and you're just flexing in front of everybody. But and, all, but, but, and my but face is just the, riddled with scars. I was going to say, yeah. wearing the biggest possible sun hat. <laughs> <laughs> Three pairs of sun, blue blocker sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, well, all right. Still good to see you boys uh, again. It's very good to be here. It's good to be recording our podcast. It's been very cold. We talk about the weather now. That's a, This is the weather segment. <laughs> Going to throw it over to Johnny with the weather. Johnny, what's it looking like out there? <laughs> Cold. <laughs> All right. Asked and answered. <laughs> That's right. Um, I've, been, I've been loving it. It's winter. This is what winter should be. Everyone who complains about the cold, shut the fuck up. Okay? It's January. What I, do you want? I don't want to complain about the cold. I would like to complain about the violent wind that happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fair. <laughs> the gale Were force. you out in it? wind that started as snow turned into rain and the whole while was just blowing it in my face yeah that was quite the turn of events for about an hour there i we got to see all the different types of precipitation (laughs) (laughs) i like you with shingles teaching like a second grade class and you're all standing at a window on the new york city skyline just like and so this will be snow and in 20 minutes we can wait and see some rain and then some sleet and you can all (laughs) get stickers right and now this isn't precipitation but this is wind (laughs) that's what i would end with and i would ask you what wind is and then you would be confused and then we'd both have to jump right yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and then we'd high five and there'd be a freeze frame and then the show would end (laughs) it'd be perfect (laughs) um should we talk about the marvelous mrs mazel uh you mean the marvelous mrs gazel 
Oh, wow. Joe? Oh, my God. All right. Everybody, shut shut it down. We've reached the peak of comedy. Cancel me, wow. cowards. And, I fucking dare you. And and about a show about stand-up comedy, could it be more appropriate? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week it's Passover. So just in time for the Seder, we're taking a crack at Midge Maisel's Marvelous Brisket. I think that's what the show's called. Have, we, this have we discussed the show on here before? I don't think we have. Because I... I have never watched the show, and there's a one of the main reasons is that anything, especially while I was a stand-up comedian, anything about stand-up comedy repulsed me on a physical level. <laughs> especially the way someone described the show to me. I was like, well, what's the show about? And they go, oh, it's about this guy who's a stand-up comedian, but he's really bad at it, and then his wife tries it, and she's great. And I went, you just described my literal nightmare. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wish to sit down and pretend that that's entertainment for me. <laughs> you have described my biggest fear in the entire world. Tr- like truly the thing that I fear most <laughs> put put on screen and meant to be like a lighthearted romp. Do you think Olivia would be a good stand-up? I don't. <laughs> Ooh, and, so therefore. And that's, not, and that's still not enough to assuage those fears. Oh, no. No. I, I, in fact, I know she would be terrible at it, but I it still is my nightmare. Because she could be bad at it to an extent that people laugh at it anyway, and then she's still getting like a it, success. It, it doesn't have to be – it honestly doesn't have to be a wife. It has to be anybody in my Orbit. close like, life right. that I love who just happens to be better at the thing that I wanted at the time, wanted more than anything, and then they – got it and we're better at it than me yeah it's uh it's the same like i've heard um that show hacks is supposed to be very good and even oh right yeah yeah yeah. even being fairly removed from it now myself i i can't bring myself to watch anything like hacks is funny i will say but it is there are the moments any with any show that revolves around stand-up comedy has never gotten stand-up comedy right right and it's tough I'm, yeah i watched season one of mazel and it was the thing where it was like i was like oh this is good i acknowledge this is good right i do not want to watch this anymore yeah mm-hmm. was it for similar reasons to me or was it just yeah it was i was so deep in stand-up at the time that the idea of watching another i think it was at a, it was like a time where i was realizing that i didn't want to consume stand-up a hundred percent of my life yeah. yeah and it was that's that's all i was I, it was probably around uh-huh. the time where i was getting on stage you know a million times per week and everyone that I talked to, it was about stand-up if they weren't in stand-up themselves. And, like, the conversation topic was like, oh, have you seen Maisel? And I was like, I should see it so I can, like, be the authority of this. Ev- <laughs> so I should have one dimension to my personality <laughs> even more. Uh, Go even further and yeah, in this it was one good. direction. Right. But I think I just got to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And it was, I, yeah, it was good, but not, not worth continuing. I read uh, Sam Talent's book, running the light which was the first i'd watched a couple stand-up specials the last couple years but like mostly kind of removed myself from any consumption of it and running the light is phenomenal because it is it feels like a true-to-life portrayal of like stand-up on the road and now i'm reading uh uh sick in the head judd apatow's book and it's a lot of people just kind of 
talking and pontificating oh, about comedy. Yeah. And yeah. I I was not a big fan of that book, but I am very excited to read Sam Talent's book. I I think I li- I thought one out of two interviews was really interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of it's every other it seems to be the the pattern is like like I liked Gary Shandling's and I wasn't crazy about Jay Leno's. You know like he yeah, he it just gets throws it, it all it felt in there. very repetitive. Right. And I don't know. I know there are also a couple interviews in there that I'm like not jazzed to get to because it's like, well, this person's not really uh, held in such reverence anymore. So do I? I sh- I'm still going to read it just to see what was going. You're on. talking about the Hitler interview? Yeah, that he was does. weird that they did a Hitler interview. <laughs> it was very strange that he because it was Hitler. enough time after that they're like, maybe he's changed, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it and at the boy. He had, <laughs> no, he was changed. the same, <laughs> same old Hitler. I saw it at the table of contents and I was like, Judd, this, even for you, this feels like a wild swing. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy he settled in Palm Beach, though. You know? <laughs> but apparently he goes out to Brentwood three times a year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, any, any, I, I'm, I actually, as I say that, I have consumed a lot of stand-up in the last, like, couple weeks because I realized I could watch You had enough bu- time off. Yeah. And I watched a bunch of old Comedy Central Presents that I liked through Paramount Plus and was just like... <clears throat> Uh, almost almost back in it and then i was like oh but this doesn't happen anymore you know yeah right yeah i I forget who i was talking to but like when the realization happened that he wanted to be like a stand-up comedian in 1986 i think it's like basically what it came down to yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah uh all that to say that's right very good great point also Uh, haven't seen quote joe to quote joe <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My brain yeah. took a shit and then farted. <laughs> well, the thing that he makes from this, uh first he makes a brisket, uh which is a very Jewish thing and that's like a part of the plot is at the beginning of the show she brings briskets to open mics so that the people who run them will let her husband on cuz he's terrible but they like her and she's charming and then she parlays that into her actually being good. But Jews bringing briskets places, I'm on board for it no matter what. <laughs> That's never going out of style. <laughs> no way. I love a brisket. I love brisket. I have mixed feelings on brisket. Kick them off. Here we go. Every brisket, no, but like every brisket I have had, everyone's like, this is the best. You got to try the brisket. And then I try the brisket and I'm like, what is supposed to be so great about this particular brisket i don't get it it's i don't i think it's i just anything that's too beefy i'm not the biggest fan of like super beefy uh meat so you don't you don't like looking at my biceps or nothing no no, no, nice yeah i I have to avert my eyes yeah Um, anytime i wear it's it's too small a sleeve i've never i've never the thing is though i've never had uh a brisket prepared this way all the biscuits briskets i've had have been like barbecue brisket. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. I'm like, with if you're in a barbecue t- context, I'm kind of with you because my brother lives in Texas. Whenever I go visit, we have yeah. brisket, and and brisket's what they do there. And yeah. it always makes me feel like I'm gonna die. It's <laughs> yes. good. Yes. It tastes good. Yeah. But brisket. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I'm not like I don't get the hype around it. Is you, basically, right. what it is. I. It is not when I go to when I go to a barbecue place. It's not what I order at no. all. No, it's, it's, it's Texas. Very far down on my list of things it that is, I'm gonna get signature texas barbecue though that's what they care about right. in texas sure. yeah and i'm gonna try it but it's not what i'm excited about and i think I'm what are you excited, excited about more uh like well like at hometown like i'm more excited about the wings or the ribs or like uh even like pulled more, pork i, I try yeah like, I like you're more of a pork beef, yeah yeah i got, I got it that yeah. makes sense 
uh, in a like Jewish braised uh, brisket context, it feels like a very different thing to me. It's almost like a different specimen. Yes. Completely. Yeah, and that, that's I've never had this style, and I would be very curious to try this. It's yeah, I think so. you would dig this. Yeah, is pastrami's brisket, isn't it? It's this, kind of. It's, it's the same cut of meat. Right. It's prepared it's just differently. prepared differently. Yeah. Because yeah, like right. that cut of meat, like I enjoy pastrami and I've enjoyed yeah. corned beef before. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, I know yeah. Those aren't those aren't like Jewish brisket, um, but. It, but they all come. They all stem can, from the same be, tree, you know. Yeah, it can be prepared in a style that clearly I enjoy. So right. So yep. hold on. Okay, this all checks out. Yeah, every time I felt like I want to die, it's either been shingles or brisket. <laughs> <laughs> so corned beef is made from brisket. Pastrami is made is either made from a cut called the deckel or the navel, which is brisket, which is brisket. But yeah, you may also see pastrami made from this. brisket. Okay, yeah. everybody, it's okay. It's okay. Everyone, guys. Hey, hey, it's okay. I am smart. I need you to open your throat so I can jump down it. Um, having not Matrix. come from Jewish Jewish ancestry, yeah. did either of you grow up with like brisket on Passover or anything like that? Yeah, we did. Uh, I enjoyed it growing up. Uh, I don't think I appreciated it growing up uh, as much as... I think it was just like a normal. It felt normal to me, and I was just mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever. But in retrospect, I think it was it's very culture. Good. I That's right. uh, I went to maybe two Passover seder's as a child. Uh, I don't recall there being brisket, uh, and I really didn't have like a proper Jewish brisket probably till I got to New York. But even but when I had it, it was fantastic. I'm a big fan. Here's the thing, and I, what I'll say is Pam Newman tried her best at times, <laughs> but it was it is easy to dry it out sometimes. Yeah. So I don't think I had the yeah. best experience sometimes, but she did make it very good other times. So I think I kind of got a mixed bag you growing up, it. but I think if you went to the right spot or you made it yourself now right. with the know-how we have from this beautiful YouTube cooking show, yeah. then I think you could make some really good stuff. I mean, it's, it's low and slow. It's the, the, It all kind of comes back to, I think, any 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 kind of – you know, meat that you want to be that tender, just as low and slow as possible, the better the flavors will come together, right? The the sauce that he puts in here is a little bit wild. It has a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, this was this looked crazy and delicious. I uh, it was like chicken broth, beef broth, vegetables, mustard, ketchup, wine, uh, honey, paprika, yeah, all kinds the of the stuff. The only thing the only thing I was out on was ketchup. I saw because anytime ketchup is in a sauce, I'm just like. I know it's this isn't traditional. It's like I'm like there's no way the, 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 like, it takes Polish you out the, of it. Yeah, the, the, the it's the, seen a Poles boom mic in, in the day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like bringing out the they're like oh we're worried about the Russians coming, but first let me squeeze this Heinz ketchup in. Well, first <laughs> off, in in Polish land in Polish times, <laughs> Polish land back in back in Polish times. Uh, they Remember obviously... when we backpacked across Europe in college and we stopped for a bit in Polish land? Yeah. <laughs> Well, back in back in again in Polish times, they did not obviously have Heinz uh, ketchup squeeze bottles. What you had was sort of a hollowed out uh, cow's hoof that you filled with tomatoes <laughs> and sort of and, pu- and pumice stoned them down, and then you and sugar you'd sprinkle you'd sprinkle half of a sugar cube into it, and that could be dessert until someone said, "Well, why don't we put this on the meat and get more bang for our buck?" Because we're, we're sick of eating essentially tomato ice cream. But they would say again, they would be saying all this super Polishly. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, what does that sound like? Uh, well, if I were to describe it to you, it's a lot of shs. Okay. It's it's a lot of shushing Polish. 
<laughs> it's a well, shush heavy we've language. done it once again. <laughs> uh, one interesting note about the way Babish did this, he did it a day early and then separated out the meat from the sauce and then defatted the sauce and then re-put it all back together, sliced it up, and then baked it again. I Smart. was a little bit concerned that it was going to dry out doing yeah, that Yeah, I thought the same thing because he brought it – he brought the sauce – with the meat in it up to a boil. And that's when I was like, I feel like you went too far. Like right. just get it warm and you're fine. Like you don't need to bo- like boiling that sauce again. Feels like Johnny, you were right. Like it's going to dry. You're that inviting, you're inviting it to become a little too goopy and not soft. Yeah. That being said, the way it looked, it looked very tender and moist. And yeah. he said that it was, so I, I believe him, but it, uh, it did raise my alarm of like, I feel like you, Cooked Way it, too far, yeah. refrigerated it, and then overcooked it. But yeah. maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I uh, could be the first time. I'd like to take issue with uh, the the beginning of the cook where he um, put the brisket on what would eventually be its serving dish or the cooking, uh, the baking pan, uh, to brown on on both sides, and then was like, in the meantime, we're gonna prep these carrots, onions, and additional vegetables. And I was like, you do not have time. There's, no, yeah, that was. I think that was a cam- that was a little camera trick. I that's know, a, that's but just a, it's it's a it's a larger beef I have because I am learning to be better about being in the kitchen and the prep time, getting everything set for prep and getting my mise en place drives me insane. So when people are like, yeah. "All right, while this is happening, go do you know, go peel a bunch of little pearl yeah, onions," go do the thing that, that takes forty five minutes by itself. It takes forty five minutes. You you tell me to brown bacon. I can't. What? Oh, anyway little pet peeve no yeah while I, you're I making agree. your sauce juggle three apples just to get better at it that's what the recipe <laughs> and says. take a bite out of each one whenever you can <laughs> uh, uh yeah. i feel like yeah recipes have a there's a fine line because i do very much appreciate a recipe when they do that but well so like if something's taking 10 minutes and then they're like use this time to do this and it actually is doable in that time. I actually re- respect that and appreciate that about a recipe. Yeah. But if it's like, if the recipe is like, oh, this is a 25 minute recipe with 10 minute of prep time. And it's like chopping 800 vegetables. Like no. that is yeah, infuriating. They're, they're lying. Yeah. Can't right. do it. Yeah. Recipes can be, there's a <laughs> yeah, range like, of. We had a professional cook chop all these vegetables. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it said it, he took, it only took him 10 minutes. We've been doing, because uh, we're doing this, we're doing Whole30, as you know, and we're being healthy. We ordered from like this meal service kit that does Whole30 meals, and Sunbasket, they're our first sponsor. Uh, <laughs> some of the recipes, I try to basically beat what's on the time card. If it says like it takes 35 minutes, I try to do it in faster than 35 minutes, so it turns into like a game you for treat me. You like Google Maps. Uh, I, love, I just love the way the yeah. way that you do this is just by violently undercooking all the chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raw just, chicken is the way I win. raw meat for, for two weeks. It's just all the raw ingredients on a plate, and I'm like, that's a minute, idiot. <laughs> uh, but sometimes I can beat, the, and it feels really good when I beat the recipe card, and it's because I, like, chopped efficiently and stuff, but oh. other times it's like takes way longer. Yeah. I, I, I uh, imagine it's like any other thing where the more you're in it and doing it, the quicker you can be about the things that should take longer. But uh, I refuse mm-hmm. to yeah, develop right. any consistency. So I, I noticed something interesting this week with my sickness is that I, I generally enjoy cooking and it's a relaxing thing for me. Like end of the day, if I get to cook a meal, that's like, that is decompressing for me. What I learned this week when I was helpless is that my girlfriend is the complete opposite. The idea of making meals every night was so 
taxing it for was her. Important. It was just like, oh, I yeah. need to go make us dinner. And it was this. <laughs> it, was, it was this like, I'm it's like, oh, you hate weight. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I felt bad. Would you say I'm, that I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of on her side where it's like I like cooking, but if if I have to do it multiple days in a row, that is taxing as hell. That's why I like to do one big meal and then just have leftovers for a few days because then it's like, oh, just throw everything I'm, on the I'm plate. I'm done already. It's ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, yeah. would you say yeah, that... Yeah, there is, there's a healthy balance. Sorry, what were you I saying? I was going to say, would you say that uh, the that the cooking may, helped you become down with your sickness? <laughs> I wanted to get up. <laughs> but I also wanted to get down. <laughs> get down with the sickness. Sure. Wow. Well, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I realized like, what I said is true some of the time. If I've had like a particularly bad day, some days I don't want to cook, obviously. Yeah. But like, there's the middle ground of, like, I feel like if I three to four times a week can make something that I think is fun, that feels like a good sweet spot where I don't get annoyed but if it's like seven nights a week then it's like ugh, this is yeah awful. that that realization when you've had a like long day at work and you clock out and then you're just like oh fuck there's nothing for dinner like i have yeah. to i have to make stuff for dinner it it's just sucks oof. there's also something james to your point and this is probably where i need to just develop a better relationship with food there's like fun food and then there's food that i know i should eat most of the time right so like i probably could do a little better with getting that relationship a little better in my mind I, but it's it's I mean, that's where like meal prep is helped because it's we can kind of you can have things that you rotate in but it's also like oh let's try zuppa toscana or let's try some new thing let's <laughs> let's try a hash brown casserole because then it's the best of both worlds where we've tried a new thing and then we've also made enough of it to last for you know two three days worth of meals yeah um yeah. also uh he said you could substitute coke for ketchup Oh, yeah. When Babish was making the brisket, when he puts in the ketchup and James got upset because it took him out of the fact that this could be from the 18th century. Yeah. Uh, Unlike Coca-Cola. Yeah, no, no qualms with the Coke. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds 100%. That's right. That is correct. I, I think that would be interesting. I'm interested in like Coke and root beer as two like liquids in braising type things. Both uh, sound intriguing. I, think, I mean, it makes sense because like that, that shit will break down meat no problem. Like that will oh, help yeah. in the tenderness well, for because sure. Because of the yellow five, you see. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I like the idea of, of like a I'm gonna say 50s ish game show called Ketchup or Coke. I think that could be fun. The two sponsors and what are happens the, in ketchup. The two sponsors are Ketchup Brain Ketchup and Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that Ketchup Brand Ketchup didn't catch up. <laughs> Johnny, not ketchup. That's Man, not what I meant. To no, say. Uh, ooh boy. But you did it, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else we should talk about? <laughs> um, I think we have a... not on this episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, you know, a, so- a solid return to form after the the debacle of the imagination episode. <laughs> oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have some uh, some final ideal meals if you guys would like to run through them. Yeah. Oh yeah, hit them up. Uh, so we did have a contribution from CJ on Facebook, uh, who said still water. Uh, for mm-hmm. his uh, app or for his starter, he's got bruschetta on toast. Uh, his drink Perfect. is an Arnold Palmer on the rocks party. Fuck yeah! Uh, he's gonna have a Caesar salad. He's gonna have a porterhouse steak, medium rare. He's having gumbo over rice, and he's having gelato to finish it off. 
What's Gumbo over? Is that his side? I believe Gumbo over Rice is the side. Oh wait, one. I feel like I feel like four, he's five, I feel six. like he's exploiting the loophole. He's that we pushing allowed. it a bit. Yeah, <laughs> really, really hard there. But I I respect it. I'm way on board. But man, that's that is a great meal. The Caesar salad is, dude. I've been craving I lo- Caesar I salad. Love Caesar, Caesar salad is so clutch. They're so fucking good. I love a Caesar, especially one that like real. They really give enough dressing oh. in each piece of. Each piece of crunchy water lettuce is just covered. Yeah, in, oh, man, so good. <laughs> the I realized where we went wrong. So his his version of chips and salsa is a bruschetta. He's doing bread with salsa essentially. Oh, he's exploited in lots of that's ways. a loophole. Yeah, he's really he's taken he his <laughs> his contribution is going to make the rules committee convene in the off season right. and maybe to determine maybe whether some rule changes. Clear, yeah, some clarifications will be. We'll be proud right, they're gonna, wow. they're gonna is put he the he's the James Harden of our uh... <laughs> yes, yep. um, and then some of the other ones that we had uh, on the Instagram post. Um, this one comes to us via my uh, lovely fiance via, um, who is going to get still water, um, Sauvignon Blanc for her drink, uh, bread warm and crusty with butter. Uh, a summer tomato and peach burrata salad. Ooh. Oh, wow. Uh, scallop risotto, side of uh, crispy asparagus, and a creme brulee to finish it off. Wow. What a, what a like... A restrained a, meal. Yeah, what a perfectly delightful meal to have. As I, like, as I love that there, a lot of the other meals, it's like, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to explode afterwards. And that one was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a... That's a nice meal. That, that's that's someone who ran a marathon and paced themselves. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, that's a meal that you go on like a nice summer date on, and then you walk on the waterfront after yeah. holding hands. It's like that was lovely. That was a perfect, delectable meal. And so right. hers is a lot of our meals have bullshit. been <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, your meal, which is like, I need to have this alone. <laughs> I can't have her see me or think about me. Right. This is a meal you can have with a with a loved one. <laughs> um, no, it's very good. And then we I got one from uh, oh we did we did friend of the pod M Levin right we sure did we did yeah uh, and then this one comes to us from uh, other friend of the pod Alicia uh, who is getting still water uh, she's getting a biscuit coffee <laughs> still biscuit coffee hash browns it smothered. sounds like this. The start of this sounds like she's about to go work on an oil well after this. You, you're close. Hash brown smothered. Okay. Is this wait, is this gonna be a Waffle House order? Let me finish. Hash brown smothered, covered, peppered, and capped. Uh, okay, yes. A pecan yep. waffle and over medium eggs, and a chocolate chip <laughs> waffle for dessert. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right. Waffle House, baby. It's, an, it's a whole Waffle House order. That's very good. I love it. Which I have confirmed as being uh, <laughs> the order is uh, decadent and pure. I would I would argue. <laughs> that's very good um but yeah uh, yeah you really can't go wrong at waffle house uh i i am mad that i still haven't been I, oh we gotta abs- go it's absurd you haven't been let's go on a road trip where we just drive to maryland one day and we just get waffle house and come back the closest ones in pennsylvania we could definitely do it, there, do it. i know that i know that my girlfriend would be a hundred percent on board let's to go this. to her favorite yeah. restaurant i am imagining a uh, a road trip of just us hitting certain waffle house locations and it's uh i'm realizing it is just a birthday boy sketch where they do a road trip like a very artsy road trip around the country but they're just going to different 
Freshies restaurants. It's a restaurant called Freshies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, that is but it's exactly what like we will be doing. The wind in our hair. There's there's uh, the world at our fingertips, and they're holding up like the their very playful map that's got the colorful locations of each of these <laughs> stupid restaurants. Uh, anyway, that's it. I love it. Well, guys. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Too late. What, Johnny? Finish it. Yeah, Johnny no, had I, a well. I was just going to say something to the effect of, those are great. I'm glad we did this. That was fun. It was really not I, worth it I, in the and slightest. I thought that went unspoken. Well, guys. See, I can do it. Thank you very much. No, you're right. Those were awesome. Uh, thank you for sending those in. Guys, <laughs> if you like the podcast uh, and you want to follow us for more content, we are uh, Gam McBabish. Uh, we are Gab with Bab on Twitter. We are Gab with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us emails with questions, comments, queries, concerns, uh, or your ideal meals, send those to Gabby with Babish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody.